Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. A hard day's at work, earning that money, working hard for the living. So I'm here now having to uh, wind down, mentally wind down, because you get into a groove at work. Some of you, not everybody, but some of you get into a groove at work and you want to get it done, but it seems like it never ends. That's my world. seems like there's always something else broken that I find and I want to try to fix, but there's always more broken. That's what I was fighting. That's what I was struggling with. So I'm okay now, I think. I'm, I think I'm cool now. But yeah, I got to wind down mentally. So I figured it's time to toss some cryptocurrency. I saw a couple of things happening. I don't know that there's any sort of, I don't know there's any big news, but there's some funny news. And I want to talk funny news because it's going to hopefully make you feel better, <laughs> I think. So let me dig into that. I'll skip the personal beyond what I just told you. I'll skip that and I'll get into our funny stuff here. At the top of this, let's go through numbers because it is kind of funny on the numbers. Because remember, a bunch of people told you that we were at the bull run, doot, doot, doot. They told you that we were going up, doot, doot, doot. They told you we were out of it, doot, doot, doot. They told you that it was meme coin season, doot, 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 doot. They told you we're here and it's time, here and now, Luther Vandross, 1977, I believe. They told you we were here and it was time to get into cryptocurrency. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the ages of 18, if you're looking at a graph, as I do, I use Coindesk.com if you want to follow along and zoom out to the month chart. And if you have been listening for a while, you heard what I'm about to tell you. If you're brand new, welcome. My name is Leister. I'm your host, by the way. I said I like to zoom out to the month chart because it helps me understand where we're going in our velocity and our status. It's not always perfect. It's not a perfect predictor. And I don't go through Bollinger Bands and RSI and all these other measures to tell us where to go because sentiment cannot be measured in those very well. I like to just look at the picture of the graph and see what it tells me. And if you look at coindesk.com, 
you see on the month chart, everything's red, which normally, not always, normally means we're trending in a downward direction. Now, let me allay concerns up front. I'm not suggesting that we're at the crash. I do think we're going to have a crash. I don't think that we're there yet. But what it does mean is that the people who lied to you and told you that we're at the bull run, I, I hopefully you come back and give me my credit because I have said for a couple months, I don't think we're there yet. It doesn't certainly don't feel like it. It feels like we're kind of in this eh, spot and trending into downward position. Well, what's really kind of, what's pushing this? What's pushing us in the downward direction? I can only point at Bitcoin when I say the downward push feels like it's pressure downward on Bitcoin, which of course there's a correlation on all cryptocurrency with Bitcoin's movement. When Bitcoin goes down, largely everything else goes down. Bitcoin, I said on a previous update that Bitcoin was scheduled to go down possibly to the 25,000 mark. Well, we're currently at the 26.8 mark. That's not bad. We were just at 27,000 the last time I talked to you. So again, it's not this crash, but it is trending down. And the long-term projection is in a downward motion, not the upward motion that it was before. I can't tell you too many specifics about what's happening. I can only tell you that there's a general bear sentiment and a little bit of uncertainty, but people are buying Bitcoin. You might think that's a contradiction in terms. It's not really, because remember, as people buy Bitcoin, you still have on the exchanges people who are doing longs and shorts. And I think there's a lot of people currently who might even be shorting it, although to their detriment, because many of those are going to get wrecked, I think, in the latter part of the year. If they're smart enough with their strategy, it's all cool. But I'm saying long-term, Bitcoin feels good. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. I'm telling you that the current downward, I don't think it's going to last too long. But for right now, people are feeling the pain that we're following the certain people on other channels than mine who were telling them that we were at the bull run and now's the time to buy in. And I apologize if you're one of those people who's just now dialing into Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, and you're hearing this guy tell you straight up, and hopefully you went back in our archives and you heard the same guy tell you, I don't think we're at the bull run yet, and you heard the same guy on the YouTube on our very last episode that we did, because we're on a brief hiatus on YouTube, that we're not at the bull run yet, who has told you repeatedly, it certainly doesn't feel like a bull run or that bull has no balls. And hopefully you appreciate what Leicester brings to the table as far as sentiment. Because I've learned being in cryptocurrency, it's taught me sentiment can't be ignored. You can go off the mechanics and the numbers and the stats and the data all you care to. If you ignore sentiment, I'm talking real sentiment. If you ignore it, you're ignoring a big piece of data that is very important and seems to never get it wrong. Now, I'm done with my rant. I've been ranting for five minutes. Let's go ahead and get into some updates here. These are really quick, fast updates. And it's going to circle around one primary culprit, one primary topic, one primary idiot, one primary subject matter ledger. On my last episode, I talked about Ledger and these idiots and the CEO. And I said, the joke with you guys, you're making, you know, you're writing checks, your ass can't cash when you're talking about you don't ever get hack a doot 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 and all this. And for those that don't know the story, what happened was Ledger came out with this Ledger Recover. Go back in the archive. It's our previous episode. I talked about the Ledger Recover. I talked about the concerns people have. I talked about why it's a problem. I talked about why this idiot... And he truly is an idiot, it's confirmed now. 
I talked about why this is a problem and it's going to bite them in the ass if they go forward with this, right? So <laughs> Ledger, after getting beat up all 50 ways to Sunday, came out recently and basically said, you know what, that tweet was probably ill thought out. We probably shouldn't have been doing this here. What happened with this? So if you missed the tweet, what happened was Ledger, this company, who at the highest levels multiple times repeatedly told you, repeatedly told the world that they are the pinnacle of security, that they care about privacy, they care about you, and they care about keeping you safe, Ledger sent a tweet that says, quote, and it's deleted now, so you can't see it, but I can send you an image if you want. In fact, I'll put it on the, I'll put it on the thumbnail. How about that? So it's broadcast to the world. Quote, technically speaking, it is and always has been possible to write firmware that facilitates key extraction. You have always trusted Ledger not to do it, whether you knew it or not. Unquote. Do you understand when I said this dude was an idiot and I said these guys are an idiot and they're writing che ass checks, their ash can't can't. Do you understand now why I said this? This goes against everything that they said. This goes against everything he said before. And listen, if you go off LastPass, LastPass.com, I use LastPass. It's up there. LastPass has been hacked. Nobody's ever been able to get the passwords out of it because LastPass doesn't retain any way to decrypt the stuff. It's on your machine. The decryption algorithm's on your machine. It just deploys the thing. And so unless somebody was able to breach your machine and get the source off of your computer, they're not going to be able to, it's a useless something. There's basic data like email address and all those that were breached, never passwords. There are other services where they use encryption where it's literally impossible for them to breach it. It's literally impossible for them to get access to it because they don't store any way to be able to do this. So then when Ledger sends us out, boy, over 1.7 million views, just absolute nuts, absolute nuts. But then it got better. This, not the idiot, the CEO, but this, the CTO now, because again, it's all damage control. This guy, his name is Charles, I think it's Gilmay, I believe it is, says, quote, open source doesn't solve this. It's impossible to have guarantees that the electronic itself is not backdoored, nor that the firmware that runs inside the wallet is the one that you audited. Quote, if you want to be completely trustless, you'll have to learn electronics to build your computer, learn ASN to build your compiler, build a wallet stack, your own node, and synchronizer, you'll have to learn cryptography to build your own signature stack. That's not true. It's not true. He's doing what people describe as FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, because what he's saying is a, I almost swore, freaking lie. There are, yes, the elements that you can't know what's going on with the hardware. However, it's very easy to test. There are elements, yes, that you can't know what's going on with the firmware, but yes, it's easy to test. Open source doesn't solve it by itself, but you can still test it in conjunction with the hardware testing that I just talked about. You can verify these things. It's not that hard. Yes, you do need to have some electronics savvy, but you can do it. It's not that hard. It's all electronics. It's all data at the end of the day. You can go in and you can vet what's really going on. You can monitor and manage the instructions that's going on. You can do this. It does take the savvy, but it's possible. So for him to say, well, you don't know if not, do, 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 do. he's, that's FUD. And it's FUD because what they're doing is called a Chewbacca. He's deflecting off the crap that his company put out that's made people nervous in the first when he shouldn't have said it in the first place because all you had to do is say, 
you know what? This ledger recovery is probably a bad idea. It's making people nervous. We are not going to do this. It is what it is. Rather than we put out this thing, people said, yeah, but then you could breach us. And then you say, well, everybody can breach you. Do, do, do. That's a Chewbacca. That's exactly what that is. And this, not even the CTO, because he's just he just follows orders and the CEO idiot. These people are in a bubble, like a straight bubble. They don't understand outside the crypto bubble why what you're saying is just, you're just shooting yourself in the foot, people. And I hope, I'm not telling you a call to action here. I'm just going to hope and put my hands together and hope that anybody who's on Ledger right now reads what they're saying as true FUD. What they're saying is crap. I'm sorry, it's crap. And I wouldn't trust them with any of my anything because no, it's not factually act. Because think about this. Let's take, I don't know, Alpha Wallet. Or you know what? I'll, I'll pick on somebody else. Atomic Wallet. Atomic Wallet. Atomic Wallet's available on your computer. Atomic Wallet's available on your mobile. Atomic Wallet essentially is software. So if what he's focusing on is hardware wallets, yes, there's a case to be made. However, if the hardware wallet is a true cold wallet, is a, a gap, no gap, right? If the hardware wallet doesn't even talk to your computer, if the hardware wallet never even needs internet, if the hardware wallet is completely disconnected, like say a cold card type thing, what he's saying is crap. Do you see what I'm saying? Like he's, he's talking out of, I'm sorry, he's talking out of his ass. I'll say it as somebody who's in technology myself. I know where he's coming from. He's in a bubble because he assumes all of these hardware wallets are just like theirs and they're not. There's a variety of different types, sizes, shapes, styles, and even mechanisms where they never talk to anything. They never talk to your computer. They never talk to anything at all. They cannot be backdoored because there's nothing to backdoor because they never talk to your computer. So what he's saying is crap. That's my point. If he's targeting a certain subset of those hardware wallets, he may have somewhat of a case, but again, you can test that. You can vet it out, and it's not even about an audit performed in the past. You could do your own. You could do your own self-audit. So I still say he's crap. He's full of it. And I'll call it out. I'll call all of them out. There are a bunch of jack-offs who are creating FUD to scare people. That's not going to entice people into cryptocurrency. It's not going to entice confidence in your product. And it's just going to cause the government, I guarantee you at some point, coming down and saying one of two things. Either A, why are you scaring people like this? Are you saying you're hacking people? Are you saying you're taking the money? Or B, hmm, so you have a back door. We want to know how you do that. Do, do, do. It's no. So... <laughs> So it just got worse. It just got worse before it got better. It kept on going. It kept on going. So now a new person comes out and he's a developer and he's an auditor as I'm an auditor and I'm a developer myself, but here you can hear from somebody else. So you don't think I'm full of it. User FUBAR says, quote, I've seen better practices from both Trezor and Grid Plus. Past performance, not a guarantee of future results, but they're on my short list for ledger replacements. Frame Wallet's also an interesting software alternative for burdensome ter terms of service. Encourage you to do your own research. Quote, if you have a ledger, your keys are not compromised yet, but if you upgrade to the latest firmware, it'll stick in a code path that, you can, that can send your private key to third parties. Given Ledger doxed their own customers in the past, it's unlikely they'll keep this info safe. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't just take my word for it. Multiple people in the industry, experts, developers, auditors alike, Multiple people in the industry are saying the same thing I'm saying, which is that the guy is full of crap and he's using a Chewbacca to defend their bad practice because they got caught with their pants down and Vaseline off the side. That's what happened. This is not just me. Like I was 
flabbergasted to see these idiots come out and proudly say that this is an okay thing when we know it's not an okay thing. We know it's not. And kudos to Mr. Fubar or Mrs. Fubar or they Fubar for saying what everybody else is thinking, especially this whole point. <laughs> you know, I'm, I can't advocate Trezor or Grid Plus. I've never used any of these, but I have heard decently good things about Trezor. Absolutely. But when this person says, if you upgrade there, it's going to stick a code path and can send your private key to third parties. Listen, I, if you are a Ledger user, this is not me trying to instill fear upon you. This is not me trying to terrify you. This is me trying to inform you as somebody who's in the business of technology, as somebody who's an auditor, both on the crypto side and the financial side, I am saying to you, I would never trust Ledger with anything me after what they just did. And if any of the other ones that say, oh, that's a good idea, we should do a deep, 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 I'd say F them too. I would never support this. They have the best of intentions, but they're in the bubble. They're delusional and they don't understand why it's a bad idea, especially now in this era where people already touch sensitive about cryptocurrency in general, and you got the government breathing down everybody's damn necks. So that's my message to you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. I'm not telling you if you're a ledger user to do anything. I'm sharing my own opinion about this business. And there's multiple people who are talking about this and they believe, no, this is bad. This is absolutely horrible. And this is not good. And you should not use ledger. I am not doing what they're doing, where they're saying, just stop using it. <laughs> but I would love to, I'm tempted to, because it's so bad. And as I've said, I want to keep people safe, but it's it's not for me. You might have a viable reason why you like it. So with that, I'll wrap up with two more of these quotes. Fubar again, quote, and this is Fubar, not me, quote, stop using Ledger hardware wallets. Migrate away from them immediately. They show nothing but gross incompetence and wild misunderstanding of their own purpose. And now they publicly admit it to intentionally backdooring your own proprietary hardware. Stop using Ledger. And again, all this started because of this best, the road to hell, paved with good intentions. That's what it is. <laughs> and so then Ledger puts it out and they talk about how it works. And people are like, yeah, but that means that you can breach it. I mean, duh, <laughs> that's what it is. User Chris Dunn, I don't know who Chris Dunn is, I have no idea, says, quote, this is a masterclass in how to kill your core business trying to innovate. I kept recommending you guys, even after doxing your customers, this is the final straw. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, it's not getting any better for, for Ledger, and until they back down, until they back down, they're going to have a problem on their hands. Apparently in the past, I didn't know this, but apparently in the past, they had some Personal information leaked. Again, no private keys, but personal information was leaked. And then people's, you know, privacy was breached. They had some email spams and SMS spams and all that because of the privacy breach. And you got to question if that information, if they couldn't protect that information, why would they protect this other? And there, I think it was about mailing lists. The point is they've shown a track record of just not giving a damn. So for me, in my opinion, this is a problem. Some of the suggestions that are out there is to say, why don't you just launch a different wallet that offers that and the people who don't want that crap are not forced into it. I don't even think I support that idea. I understand the origin, but I don't know if I support that idea because all it does is split your customer base into people who are being breached and people who are not or pres uh, allegedly not 
because Ledger themselves, that idiot CTO, said it doesn't matter. We can still firmware it. Do, do, do. It doesn't solve the problem. To me, Ledger's toast if they don't back down. They need to stand down. And just like that, the idiot, the Grubhub CEO, Matt Maloney, they got him rid of his ass. That guy, you know, if you voted for Trump, you're, you, you, need to, you need to quit. Like some of these people, they're in such a bubble, they don't understand. You can't do these decisions. You're going to kill your business. You got to stop with these. When the people are fighting back on you, admit you got it wrong. This is a crypto thing. It's a main business thing, but it seems worse than cryptocurrency where they get it wrong and they don't back down and say, we got it wrong. We read our audience wrong. I said the same thing about Everrise. I said the same thing about Paratogen. I said the same thing about Satama. I said the same thing about Lily. They all do the same damn thing. They just go and the people are fighting them saying, stop, this is not what we want. And they still just keep going. Well, you just don't understand. We'll get you. You just don't understand. They're going to kill their own business. So it is what it is. I'm simply saying as a statement in close, I, Leister at CryptoTalkRadio.net, would never trust anything to these jokers, and they all should be slapped. They all should be lined up against the wall and slapped Three Stooges style because that's what they're that's what they're enticing. That's what they're asking for with their actions and their words because they're in a bubble. They're delusional, and I personally would not trust anything of mine with them. Period. I would sooner trust my little box that I got that stacks ten thousand tens of thousands of dollars in it than give them any damn thing. So that's sad if you. Don't even trust your base. I'm sorry. If you don't even trust your basics to these people, okay, at some point you got to say, this ain't for me. I need to get out of this business if I can't get customers to trust me with the basics of a thing and they'd rather toss stuff in a box than give it to me. That means you're doing something wrong, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I feel about it. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Kek. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.